Welcome to Joyful Eating for PCOS and Gut Health, ultimate podcast to learn how to find relief from hormonal and digestive pains while preserving the pleasure of eating. You'll learn from your host, Trista Chan, a registered dietitian and founder of The Good Life Dietitian, along with guest experts on how to understand your health through science and mind-body connection, which diet trends to ignore and explore, all with an accessible and inclusive lens. So let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode. It is all about fatty liver, PCOS, and how do we reverse this chronic disease in its early stages using nutrition and lifestyle. And I'm so excited for today's episode because I have worked with so many people with liver disease, fatty liver, in the past few years and see how small tweaks can actually reverse this in the early stages and completely change the trajectory of their health. And I know fatty liver sounds so, so scary, but it's not all doom and gloom, even though it affects 20% of Canadians, even though people with PCOS are at a four times greater risk of developing fatty liver than those without, diet and lifestyle are very effective therapies in reversing this. So today, we're going to dive deep into the ins and outs, fatty liver and PCOS, explore their connection, and give you three tried and true, evidence-backed nutrition strategies that you can get started on today, and that I advise clients on every single day and see positive health outcomes, okay? But first, let's get started with defining fatty liver. So it's in the name, pretty self-explanatory. It's when excess fat builds up on your liver. I am specifically speaking about non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, however. So this is when the fat accumulates in your liver, it exceeds 5% of its weight, and it is not related to alcohol consumption. But other risk factors like insulin resistance, so that's where that tie with PCOS comes in. Like I said, people with PCOS, four times higher risk for developing fatty liver. Having high blood pressure is another risk factor and high cholesterol. Typically, fatty liver is seen as a silent disease. So for many people with fatty liver, especially in its early stages, there's really minimal symptoms or the symptoms can be easily attributed to other things like maybe stress, you're tired. So early detection is essential. Your doctor will likely do a blood work of your liver enzymes, plus an ultrasound if you're a high-risk candidate. So high-risk candidates are people with PCOS, diabetes, insulin resistance, and typically this is something that your doctor will likely monitor. So since we know that people with PCOS are at a higher risk of developing fatty liver, Let's dive into why. A national database that looked at over 50 million people with PCOS showed a very clear link between fatty liver and, in my practice, not a single week goes by, to be honest, where I see a patient with fatty liver and we collaborate to come up with dietary and lifestyle strategies to support their health. So the exact relationship isn't clear, But there are two common features in PCOS, like hyperandrogenism and insulin resistance, which likely play a role. 
So number one, hyperandrogenism, which refers to higher levels of male sex hormones like testosterone, can increase liver fat accumulation. And number two, insulin resistance, which is a condition where the body cells, it doesn't respond properly to insulin. We know this is a very common underlying feature in PCOS, right? It can cause more fat to be stored on organs because insulin is a growth hormone. So more fat stored in organs, more fat stored on, you guessed it, the liver, leads to fatty liver. Over time, it can lead to liver inflammation and damage. As discussed earlier, one of the ways that fatty liver is diagnosed is through blood tests, which look at liver enzymes. So it is common to see elevated levels of liver enzymes and triglycerides in people with fatty liver and PCOS. There is good news though, like I said, right? So fatty liver can be reversed. Let's move on to three of my tried and true and evidence-backed nutrition tips for managing and treating fatty liver. The first tip is to avoid excessive intake of fructose. Listen closely because I certainly don't want to instill food fear. I'm gonna start by explaining how fructose impacts your liver and the different nuances within that. So spoiler alert, you don't have to completely give up fructose. You shouldn't because it's found in a lot of nutritious foods like fruits. It's just form and dosage to pay attention to. Okay, so fructose is a type of sugar. And when large quantities of fructose reaches your liver, the liver uses this excess fructose to create fat. This process is called lipogenesis. Eventually, people who consume too much fructose over time can develop fatty liver. So a lot of lipogenesis is occurring, a lot of fat is then stored on your liver cells. Fructose is found in fruits, fruit juices, dried fruits, sodas, soft drinks. But I don't want to once again instill fear in you. Fruits, even though they contain fructose, which is not inherently a harmful thing, we need sugar for energy. Fruit is rich in fiber, so it slows the absorption of the sugar in your bloodstream, a little less impact on your liver. It's great for your gut health. It has tons of antioxidants for reducing inflammation to actually promote liver health. So when I say limit excessive intake of fructose, two important factors to keep in mind is one, the source of the fructose matters. And two, the concentration slash dosage of the fructose matters as well. So for the source, what I want to emphasize is research shows that the same amount of fructose is more likely to result in developing fatty liver when you consume it through beverages versus foods like the whole fruits, right? So preferably when you're eating fructose it's through whole fruits because all of those aforementioned benefits that i had said previously the fibers the antioxidants and two when it comes to concentration it's highly concentrated in fruit juices and soft drinks meaning that it's high dose you're having it at once and the fructose accumulates in your blood at a much faster rate when you consume fructose in one highly concentrated setting 
there's a higher likelihood of developing fatty liver versus if you were to have smaller amounts spread out over time. These two factors make sense. If you're having fructose without fiber, let's say it's through a beverage, it absorbs quicker into your bloodstream. And because it's also a highly concentrated source, then that's also increasing the rate in which your liver has to process it, right? So that's really taxing on your liver. So rather than think you have to eliminate fruit and you can't have it all together, I encourage you to enjoy a wide variety of whole fruits, lots of fibers, antioxidants, spread it out throughout the day. Don't make it super concentrated. And keep in mind that the source of the fructose and the concentration of the fructose matters. And another modulating factor is the gut. So research suggests that lipogenesis, and that's when the fat builds up on your liver, occurs when the rate you consume fructose exceeds your gut's capacity to process fructose to protect the liver. So hold out for the last tip number three. I'll show you how to support more of your gut health. And interestingly, randomized controlled trials, which are a very high quality study, very controlled, have found that just six weeks of reducing fructose in your diet is linked to a very significant reduction in liver fat. The key word is to reduce, not eliminate. So small swaps, instead of fruit juice, you're having the whole fruit, right? If you're enjoying beverages, maybe soft drinks, it's with intention. You're not making it a habit, an automatic response. If you're having dried fruits, maybe you're adding some nuts and seeds, some extra fibers and antioxidants there to slow down its absorption into your bloodstream. So small tips are a great starting point and can help us on our journey towards better health. So the first tip to recap is to limit excess fructose, particularly in beverages and in highly concentrated dosages. So the second tip to support fatty liver and reverse it if it's early stage is to increase your intake of antioxidants, particularly vitamin E. A fascinating connection has been shown between increased food sources of vitamin E, which is a very potent antioxidant, and reducing fat buildup in the liver. So food sources of vitamin E include things like nuts, seeds, spinach, pumpkin, mango, can be particularly beneficial for people with fatty liver and PCOS. So add a handful of almonds or almond butter to your snack into your smoothies oats if you're having a stir fry add some spinach cooked leafy greens snack on mango i love a frozen mango and coconut milk smoothie i swear it tastes like mango sticky rice it's so so good now when it comes to vitamin e supplements things can get a little bit sticky so the use of supplements for vitamin e does remain a topic of debate While some studies have found that taking 400 to 800 IU of vitamin E can decrease fatty liver markers, others have found that taking 400 IU daily is linked with an increased risk of all-cause death. So given the conflicting evidence, more research is needed to draw concrete conclusions and vitamin E supplementation is something that I typically do not recommend in practice, especially for people on 
blood thinners, statins, or people with diabetes. So as always, speak to your dietitian or your doctor one-on-one if you have any personalized supplement questions. I encourage you to book a session to discuss further with one of our dietitians to see if one, it's indicated, if it's actually going to be beneficial for you, and two, to screen any contraindications which basically means it's a specific situation in which a therapy or a supplement should not be used because it can be harmful. So before adding supplement, especially a high dose, like what you'll see online, 400 to 800 units of vitamin E for your liver, that's quite high, always speak to someone for personalized recommendations first. So this can help guide you on the right path and ensure your health and well-being are on the forefront of any decisions you make. So to wrap up, right, that second nutrition tip is to increase food sources of vitamin E. So like I said, nuts, seeds, spinach, pumpkins, mangoes, all delicious, wholesome, really rich in that potent vitamin E antioxidants. And think variety. Okay, that last nutrition strategy to reverse fatty liver is to adopt a plant-centric eating pattern. Now that doesn't mean you have to go full vegan so don't come at me for pushing a specific you know agenda it's really just about adopting more plants into your diet so this is about variety an abundance of plant foods so this is adopted through a really strong body of research we have on the mediterranean eating pattern which is at its core, centered around plant foods, whole grains, legumes, nuts, seeds, produce, and then moderate amounts of animal products like fish and dairy and eggs. With that being said, you've recently heard very fair critique around the Medi diet as not being inclusive towards other cultures' foods. So I am in complete agreement with that, and that's where we can adopt principles into your own culture's food. So, for example, as someone who's Chinese-Canadian, this means I'm filling my bowl, typically, with legumes like tofu. There's produce like gai lan, bok choy. If I'm having fruits, I'm enjoying persimmons with cashews in my stir-fry, snacking on peanuts. For desserts, I'm reaching for more legumes like this delicious, subtly sweet red bean soup. It's so, so adaptable, these principles regardless of where you come from and which cultural foods you feel inclined towards, whatever foods you can access, there are choices you can make which are more aligned with a plant-centric eating pattern. So the appeal of this pattern lies in its flexibility. I like to always, when I'm working with patients, think of it from an abundance approach. Rather than taking away foods, what can we add that you can access that's going to push you a little bit closer towards that plant-centric eating pattern for your liver health, right? What foods do you like? When I'm working with patients, I literally go through a list. I sit down with them and say, what foods do you eat? What can you access? Where do you grocery shop? Let's work around this, right? Let's pull specific foods from these lists and create a meal pattern using these foods that are a little bit more nutrition-centered and plant-centric. So why is it so powerful? So research strongly suggests that a plant-centric 
pattern time and time again is linked to reduced liver fat and increased insulin sensitivity. As we know, insulin resistance is a risk factor both for PCOS and fatty liver. Remember, embracing your culinary cultural traditions while maintaining a nourishing diet is entirely possible. So our dedicated team of RDs and dietitian nutritionists We are committed to providing culturally accessible nutrition care to all of our patients. So with our guidance, yes, you can enhance your well-being. You can reverse your fatty liver while still savoring the foods you cherish most and the foods that make you feel at home. So that third tip is to adopt a plant-centric eating pattern. Thinking abundance. What foods can I add that are plant-centric? Not necessarily thinking of what foods we take away. So think legumes, nuts, seeds, produce, whole grains. Okay, and then a bonus tip is exercise. So it's one of the best ways to support your liver health. And research shows with or without weight loss, engaging in exercise regularly improves fatty liver by one, decreasing your triglycerides and inflammation, two, increasing insulin sensitivity and liver fat metabolism. And this is separate from weight loss. So it drives me nuts when I hear the first thing people say to reduce fatty liver is lose weight. And this is something my clients hear from doctors all the time, lose weight. Okay, like that has nothing to do with the behaviors, right? They don't give them the actual tangible evidence-based behavior support to support their fatty liver reversal. So movements, recommended to aim for 150 to 200 minutes of both aerobic and resistance training per week. And it doesn't necessarily have to be at all anything you hate doing. So sometimes patients, when I work with them, they're like, I hate going to the gym. And I'm like, that's not the only way to move. Find a form you enjoy doing, whether that's swimming, cycling to work, yoga, a dance class, martial arts, right? Find something that you enjoy participating in that makes it much easier to stick to. So I actually have a great episode with personal trainer Mel Grouds all about finding empowerment and strength in your fitness journey. And that's found on episode five. Okay, so as a recap, fatty liver in its early stages is reversible through nutrition and lifestyle, namely one, Limiting excess fructose consumption, particularly through beverages and spread out fructose throughout the day. Number two, focus on more vitamin E foods. Almonds, spinach, mango, plant foods essentially, which lead us to number three, which is adopt more plant-centric eating pattern, right? And bonus, find enjoyable movements. So remember that taking care of your liver health is essential for overall well-being, and these simple yet powerful interventions can go a long way in keeping our liver and body healthy. So we can embrace these positive changes, focus on small swaps over time, right? The consistency in what you do most of the time, not all of the time, we're aiming for progress, not perfection, is what matters in the long term. So that's it for me today. One quick request. If you are loving our podcast, I would so appreciate if you could share it with your friends and family. Shoot them a quick text or a DM. It really does help contribute to this podcast's growth. I'm really trying to push out great educational content here to help better your life and well-being. So share it, 
subscribe, rate, review to ensure more people are able to access this amazing free content. And if you want more support with reversing fatty liver, with supporting your PCOS and hormones, all with a non-diet approach, you can work with one of our registered dietitians in our one-on-one nutrition coaching programs. And I'm linking that all below. See you next time.